Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Tonight's edition of the Rock and Roll Happy Hour is supported by Urge Gastro Pub and Mason Ale Works. Again, if we're going to do one show, the last show for 2017, I am glad this one is it. This is the big one! Literally, it is the big one. We've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten people in the studio. That's great. Might be the record for the year. Might be the record for the year. It's what the holidays are all about, man. (laughs) Just getting a bunch of people into a tiny space and and drinking. Getting blitzed! Yeah! (laughs) It is the Rock and Roll Happy Hour on FM 94.9, supported by Urge Gastro. Pub and Mason Ale Works. It's Jeremy with me as always, our San Diego craft beer evangelist, Mr. Ken Wright. And I'm going to try and do a quick roundabout because with 10 people, we've got a whole lot of talking to do. We've got Sam from Two Kids. Say hi. Howdy. We've got Zana. You are part of Two Kids and you're also the spokesperson for what we're all here about tonight, which is the Merlani Makers District, right? Yes, hola. So then we've got Sean. Sean, where are you from? Howdy, uh, Serpentine Cider. We've got John. How you doing? All hail the mighty Thunderhawk. Yes. Wow. Billy, that, that is a voice. Cheers. Uh, Lost Cause Meadery. And then a voice we've had on the show before, Keldon from uh, Setting Sun Saki. Setting Sun Saki in the house. Woo woo! What you, you couldn't you couldn't bring your partner in crime? Is he taking nude pictures somewhere? Uh, somewhere? We've actually been banned from being together anymore. Ever? Really? really? <laughs> yeah. You know, considering how you two drink together, I can understand. He's why got that several would lawsuits pending right now, so uh, we're not really permitted to talk about it. <laughs> so there's some really cool stuff going on in Miramar. We we already know that Miramar has the nickname Beermar, but there's a lot more going on, especially where all you guys are. You're in like. One little complex all together on Mirilani, right? Mm-hmm. Hence the name, what you guys have kind of branded yourself as Mirilani Makers District. And, and, and what's it about? It's about craft libations coming together and providing a community that anybody can come by and check out to see what we have to offer. And it's really rad because each one of us showcase something completely different. Like I said, we're it's not competition with us; it's actually community. Hence well, why we segue this. You've got you know. you know you don't just have breweries though. You've got a cidery. You've got a meadery. There's there's wine. There's, there's food joints. Too, if you're hungry. Absolutely. There's mm-hmm. sake. I mean, yeah. Yeah. the only thing you're missing at this point, if I'm counting all my spirits right, is a distillery. Uh, coming yeah. soon. Just wait. Just uh, wait. Uh, about <laughs> that. It's oh. like breaking the news, you know? All right. Well, then maybe we won't talk about that. <laughs> Fine. Let's talk about some beer. I've got an empty glass. Where's uh, Where's our first brew? Here all you go, right. big boy. Oh, thank you. This is the Two Kids Grisette. Now, Grisette. Grisette is something I haven't heard of before until, who was it earlier this year? We had a show where somebody we, had brought we a had Virgin on. Mm-hmm. Virgin brought a grisette, mm-hmm. and to that point, I had no idea anything about this style. We had to do some homework. What is a grisette? It's a style that went extinct a little while ago, but basically it's a, a cleaner, milder saison that was brewed for factory workers and miners. M-I-N-E-R-S. Yeah, miners? <laughs> cool. Not miners. It's about <laughs> damn time. <laughs> Not until you're 12, kids. So at two kids, what made you decide to, to brew this style of beer? What, why, why did you resurrect this? Oh, I love brewing things that are kind of forgotten, unknown. People have never tried it before. We actually have a British Golden Ale coming on tap uh, tomorrow that I've never seen commercially before. Have you brewed with Lee Chase before? I haven't, and I would love to. Because if there's one person that pops to mind who loves to do things that no one else is doing or do things that have been dead for billions of years, (laughs) it's that guy. It's Lee Chase. So uh, when, 
when I'm drinking your grisette, what am I expecting to get? I mean, very light. It's it's two. Yeah, it's two point nine percent. Definitely an all day summer drinkable beer. It has a little bit of hops to it. It's just very clean Belgian beer, very much like a like a saison, but just cleaner and uh, more refreshing. This is even lighter than like a table beer. In it's terms right of up there with like a Belgian table beer, absolutely. I mean, but that's... it's got a little bit more hops to it and not so much spice. I guess it was so blown away from the first time I tried it, I didn't get to experience the fact that there is a little bit of Belgian-iness in this mm-hmm. beer, but you but also it's got subtle. That, it, you, it doesn't hit you over the head. There, there's no barnyardiness. There's mm-hmm. no banana notes. I mean, it, it's just... Then you get the hops, yes. which is something I don't remember from the first time I tried the Grisette. Well, we don't remember the, a lot from that evening, that's, Jeremy, that's to be true. fair. Most Friday nights, I don't remember much anyways. Part of the beauty of a, an extinct style is it's open to interpretation because nobody knows what it's supposed to taste like. I like this. And now this is something we can get at your tasting room? Yes, Pick absolutely. Pick up growlers. Are you guys doing crowlers? Absolutely. Oh, we don't do crawlers, just growlers. All right, fine. Bring a clean growler or get one at the, the brewery. You guys wanted to hear this song. We'll start the program off with that as we talk to our friends from the Marilani Makers District. Bare Naked Ladies, it's one week. It's Rock and Roll Happy Let's Hour. Let's get naked! Get <laughs> go big or go home. It's That's what I say. <laughs> and that goes doubly so for our holiday feast. An insane prize pack of tickets to see Weezer and the Pixies, Milky Chance, Lana Del Rey, Ex-Ambassadors, Walk the Moon, Judah and the Lion. You want all those tickets, then text ISLAND, I-S-L-A-N-D, to 61749. Message data rates may apply. Now I got a whole studio full. If we're going to do, we're going to send 2017 out with a bang. This is how we're going to do it with our friends from the Amirilani Makers District. We got two kids. We got Serpentine Cider, Thunderhawk, Lost Cosmetery, Setting Sunsaki, and of course, our San Diego craft beer evangelist, Mr. Ken Wright. Just started off the program along with Sam and two kids. They're Grisette. You. Moving from beer to uh, to cider and Sean from uh, Serpentine Cider. And I got to ask this question because it, what what is the difference between a cidery and a meadery? The difference between there is uh, what we what we make. Is so. it like a mead a cider? Is is it is it one oh, of those things? Oh, Jeremy, Jeremy, have you learned nothing over the last like what seven years? No. I didn't think so. <laughs> so uh, they're both technically wines. They're they're fermented fruit. So cider is uh, fermented apples. Mead is fermented honey. Technically, it's a wine, but our our base is all apples. I, I ferment out all of our fresh pressed apples into either dry or off dry bases. So nothing's going to be overly sweet. None of that added sugar stuff. And then I take those bases and I let them sit on on different fresh fruits, uh, fresh herbs, whatever we have. Usually, we try and do a lot of things that are. Uh, are in season at that time. So right now I just finished, uh, I don't know, de-gutting. I don't know how you say that with uh, pomegranates. I did about uh, oh, yeah. pomegranate four, oh, guts. Yeah. Yeah. I did that's, about that's a bloody three mess or four hundred right pomegranates, which is just terrible. But uh, How many just, shirts did you go through? It looked like I murdered some, many, many people. Yeah. And of course you have a big knife that you cut the pomegranates open with so that you can do that. So I just had red all over my shirt. And, uh, you know, Halloween costume next and, year. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's great. And, of course it doesn't come out, so it's all stained. But uh, we actually tapped that today. It's it's on. It's a uh, pomegranate mint cider. Holy crap! So how long does it take from fruit to to finished product? It's about a month. Wow. Yeah. So uh, what we do is we go through the same fermentation as as beer. You know, you ferment it for about two two and a half weeks. Since I do it out to dry, it's a, a little bit longer, and then I let it sit on the fruit. Say in this case, what we have right in front of us is a uh, passion fruit. So I uh, <laughs> cut open the passion fruit and uh, let it sit on the cider 
for about another week. Let it in, infuse all the flavors and all the you know you can on the nose gut as well. passion fruit too. Oh, I de that, that is one slimy little fruit. Hundreds right there. of passion fruit were de gutted on. Oh wow! You know this is wonderful. I love the nose on this. It's uh, yeah, that's it's the thing bright is, and uh, yeah, tropical. You it get so much flavor nose. out of your ciders. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's that's where you get uh, you, know, you use the fresh fruit. This one, I actually got uh, all the passion fruit for this one from people's vines here in town. I found out that uh, there's just thousands of pounds of fruit that go to waste in people's yards. Or their guava trees, their passion fruit vines. Passion fruit vines are beautiful, great flowers, and people plant them all over the house, but they don't know what to do with the passion fruit. So I started yeah, trading. So much passion fruit, by the way. Yeah, exactly. By, uh, <laughs> Portuguese missionaries in Brazil, they tried to teach the natives about Christianity using the passion flower, which represented the cross. Mm-hmm. You're not going to put that in the show, are you? Or you know. Ken, you're just now a, you know. You're a wealth of knowledge, aren't you? I'm a wealth yeah, right? of something. <laughs> no, yes. so I'm looking at this. It's. Do you call this a hazy cider? Well, I uh, I don't filter any of my ciders. Right, a lot of cool. people put in uh, pectin oh, enzymes. Uh, they'll, they'll filter. All of that is to get this haze, the, the fruit, the fruit pectins out. And um, I don't like to add anything to my stuff if I don't have to. This one, the ingredients are apples and passion fruit. I don't wow. want to add anything. Pure and simple. Yeah, it's, that's all you need. And you know? friggin' awesome. This is really, really good. This is really tasty. Oh, thank you. Now, I can't imagine, you know, since it's seasonal, it only lasts as long as you have it, and then you move on to the next one. Uh, yeah, that's what I do for a lot of them. Or, or do you have, like, core ciders that are always on tap? The core ciders will be, um, I, I've got my my dry apple. Um, you can get berries most of the year, so I've got a uh, tart raspberry. We've got a um, an apple pie. So you get the all the the spices, herbs. You can get mostly. So I just put on a lavender. Uh, rosemary cider a couple days ago so you can get those throughout the year but i like to do seasonal stuff so it will it'll come and go so if we stop by your cidery could we do we pick up a growler do you sell it in bottles yeah I, I do growlers so you can only find it in the tasting room right now so we'll do growlers hopefully in a couple months we'll do crowlers as well nice Ooh, this in a crowler would be dangerous growler <laughs> cider <laughs> Cider crawler. All right, so you wanted to hear some bad religion. We will do that next, and then we're going to talk to John from Thunderhawk. Yet more from the Makers District on Miralani. It's the Rock and Roll Happy Hour on FM 94.9. Making new friends. That's what the holidays are all about, right? It is the Rock and Roll Happy Hour on FM 94.9. Drinking with our friends from the Miralani Makers District. We got Sam from Two Kids in here. We've got Sean from Serpentine Cider. We've got Zana who represents the uh, the Makers District. We also have John from Thunderhawk. We've got Billy. From Lost Cosmetery, Keldon from Setting Sunsaki, and then there's Ken sitting over in the corner, quietly by himself, getting plastered. I have have a feeling 2018 is gonna be great. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, amen to that, sir. Amen to that. We just finished Serpentine Ciders, Passion Fruit Cider, and man, thank you for bringing that. That was a delicious, delicious drink. Now, um, let's throw some more beer in there. We've got John from Thunderhawk. Welcome. Good to have you here. Good to be here. Thank you. Man, I gotta turn you down. That voice. Dude, I. I mean, yeah, I think Tom Nichols got some competition here. <laughs> he is as handsome as he sounds. <laughs> he is. You know, we, we could Amen. we could almost have a base off between John, Tom Nichol, and um, uh, oh, so Dave we, Adams. Thank Steve you, Adams. Dave Adams. Well, actually, all that's good not, guys. Yeah, I would, I would love to challenge <laughs> nobody knows the true depths of my <laughs> <Yeah>. voice. <laughs> 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 
All right, so I lay, I, lay, I lay you out on the floor, my friend, and let you spill this wonderful beer all over us. What are we drinking? She is all right. We're drinking our Electric Youth. It's a coffee pale ale. Oh. Um, 5.5%. Go to um, hell. Pretty, pretty bright. You get a lot of kind of the, the awesome parts of coffee, aromatics, almost a little bit of spice, vanilla, and we put it in a pretty simple pale ale. We just use Cascade and Palisade hops in. Kelly Ale Yeast from White Labs, so pretty, pretty dry, clean finish. So you, it's really big on the aromatics in the Damn. flavor profile, and then just kind of gives you that clean pale ale finish. Dude, it um, finishes like cleaner than any pale ale should finish. It's yeah, and so you know we we love this. It's kind of one of those beers that almost tricks your mind too. Um, some people order see coffee wow. and I'll automatically assume it's going to be in a dark beer, and you know it's a pretty I would call it almost like a dark straw, somewhat you know a little bit orange tint to it, but kind of looks like every other pale ale out there. So it kind of tricks your mind, and we've we've done some kind of funny taste tests with some friends where you know give them a bottle of this when we were home brewing so they couldn't see what color it was told them to close their eyes and nah, take a sip yeah. and you know some people thought they were drinking coffee stouts and whatnot <laughs> but um yeah it's a fun beer uh we we use bird rock coffee roasters coffee bird rock. Yeah, yeah. Uh, those guys yes. make an awesome product and you know i think that's really helped make the beer what it is are they, are they doing a special blend for you on this or is this just something we can go to bird rock and pick you up? can go pick this up um we use a el salvadorian variety i'll let you guys figure out which one it is it's really not going to be that hard but we use single origin coffee just to kind of really control that flavor profile and i think we we hit the mark um with just blending the hop profile and the coffee are you doing together. any water treatment to this we are not no that's, see, that's wow what, that's hard to believe i should say that's, we carbon filter that's it so we carbon filter what blows my mind is the hops you're using with the coffee should not finish this clean the carbonation on this is spot on it is so on point it just finishes it, it's it's almost like palate cleansing thanks kent i mean you still get that yeah. well you're you're welcome i just want your voice can i have your voice can i borrow your voice I'll, for like a week i'll loan it to you as long Thank as you. you know we can set up some lease agreement i need the cash I, flow man, to I, finance I like our it. next That's batch like of uh, electric voice in the bar <laughs> all right so the big question is for me is this a year-round beer for you it is this is part of our core Woo! lineup so um we try to keep this on board whenever we can we're we're one barrel brew house doing under 200 barrels in our first year so there is you know some turnover and some some time which is fermentation that you know from time to time we'll run out of certain things but we we keep electric youth on the board so this this is something we could find in your tasting room you're yes. you're of course in the Miralani makers district that's why you're here right you now you're open seven days a week we're open Wednesday through Sunday okay um come find us in the afternoons up there growlers and, growlers. Uh, we do growlers we'll fill your growlers nice. we don't sell we don't sell growlers anymore um, but we'll always fill a blank growler covered growler and then we offer 32 ounce growlers so and we, you guys have a cool patio area we got a nice patio yeah so we love you know pouring people some beers and letting them go outside and enjoy the patio it's almost 1400 square feet uh cornhole jenga a bunch of seating out there music lights jenga. So, yeah <laughs> that's a thinking enjoy. man's game it is right you know big jenga is, is as the size go up so does the competition because it gets people going <laughs> now, now you're talking dirty all right do you want to hear some <laughs> here is some misfits for you my friend die die my darling cheers rock and roll happy hour at fm 94.9 <laughs> If you listen closely, you can hear Ken telling stories about ecology in the background. It's the rock and roll happy hour of Drinking with our friends tonight from the Miralani Makers District. Two kids, Serpentine Cider, which happened to be because Ken asked the name. What, what's the relation, Ken? Yeah, well, it, it turns out that uh, Sean has a degree, a master's in evolutionary biology, and uh, he loves herps. Herps? <laughs> herps. 
<laughs> that would be snakes, lizards, and amphibians. Okay, I was going to say, it's not... No, never mind. I'm no, 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 no. This has nothing to do with your need for penicillin, Jeremy. Uh, We're not a breathing. Uh, <laughs> also, uh, Thunderhawk with us, Lost Cause, and Setting Sun Sake, which uh, we're going to drink next. Keldon. Sweet. You've actually been sitting there quiet without your partner in crime. I, I mean, I guess I can't throw you out of the studio, so... Yeah, I've been working on my behavior. <laughs> Dude, it shows, yeah. Just, just sitting there bouncing his legs, and I really want to do something... Uh, I was going to yeah, say, really your really ankle bracelet hasn't gone off once. No, I, 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 I talked to his parole officer. Oh, good. Oh, good. Pre authorized. <laughs> so, what yeah. have you guys been doing at Setting Sun? Uh, man, we've been uh, working with some new uh, yeast strains, um, working with some German Bach uh, lager yeast, uh, which is uh, a different blend than uh, we typically use for our sake. We've got that coming up soon. And then uh, here in, uh, in the studio, we brought our, uh, our spiced pear. It's uh, spiced with autumn spices, so it's really great for the season. The pear is not a seppuku fruit, you know? It's not like the... Me- the uh, Wait, seppuku fruit? Yeah, what does seppuku mean? Uh, seppuku. It's not gutting itself to get into our brew. You know, we don't have to gut anything. It's the pears. We're using the uh, the, the winter fruits. And, uh, Got it. So whereas Sean is like gutting pomegranates yeah. and passion fruits, you're not <laughs> gutting anything. Right. No, yeah, yeah. It's more more of a chopping action, but... Uh, <laughs> we, we still get the... Ethically sourced fruit. Right, yeah. <laughs> no fruits were eviscerated. In the making of this sake, what but is the, it about your sake that always is so damn drinkable? Well, uh, we use uh, the ingredient of thyme to avoid creating fusel alcohol. So we avoid those like Bernie sweet alcohols, and uh, it it like doesn't. When you go to a Japanese restaurant, and they serve it to you warm, and it like smells with, like benzene. Yeah, with grain spirits. Yeah, because uh, there's there's three levels of sake, right? You've got the the warm sake, and then you've got like the nigori sake, and then there's the sake you guys make, which is by far the hardest to make. Sure, right? yeah, we make namasake again. Which is, uh, I guess, if you uh, use the the craft beer metaphor, um, where the micro brew as the macro beer sake world uh, allows us. So we do un- uh, unpasteurized, unfiltered, undiluted, and no grain spirits added is, is our specification. Okay, so we've got all these fermentables on the show tonight. I mean, we've got we've got beer. Yep. Primarily barley and other cereal grains. Yep. We've got cider, which yep. is uh, Apple. fruit. Apple and passion fruit, or whatever you want to throw in, and uh, we've got sake. Is it sake or sake? I say sake because I'm a um, a proper uh, heritage. So wow, uh, <laughs> I, think he just <laughs> I think he just called you a heathen. Yeah, I think he did. I think he did. Yeah, but All with right. silk. <laughs> nice. So you got sake, which is rice, and it has to be like polished rice, and uh, you got to ferment it with a certain bacteria. Or, uh, I mean, it's, that's right. it's, it's like a, the, the, the koji dusting, right? Koji yeah, dusting. It's a, mold. it's a mold spore, basically. Second microorganism in the brew. See, you know, if you follow Setting Sun Sake on Facebook, you can see all the steps they do, and and I've seen the uh, uh, the, the, the the koji dusting over the the rice a couple of times. Like, what is koji that? dusting? It's magical looking. It is. That it's very amazing. magical because like you're, you're, you're wearing there, a respirator because yeah. you don't want to breathe this stuff in, and you know it's just it's this little cheesecloth dusting over the, all right. this this huge. Bed By the of way, rice. that's the only thing that Josh wears when he's brewing is a little cheesecloth. <laughs> Oh, I thought you meant the respirator. <laughs> <laughs> this is fantastic, man. Oh, so good. So, so good. Yeah, I know you you like a lot of people will do things seasonally. So this is it's just kind of your your winter seasonal? Yeah, I would say fall. We'll get into the winter things too, uh, which get even more creamy and uh, more rich. Uh, the, so this still has the, the fruit tang a bit, and we do that with the, the whole fruit putting in secondary fermentation. So no extract goes in. Uh, just the uh, the fruit sugars get a chance it, to kind of ferment it. So it's like brew. drinking a pie. Yeah, he. I think he had uh, poached pears in mind, I think, when he uh, was conceptualizing poached it. Poached pears. Mm, yeah. Can you give us a 
hint on what the next match might be? Yeah, we've been uh, there's a Horchata Wait, Saka coming, coming up. Back. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, we got. Uh, uh, I know he's dangerous. got. Uh, Josh has got a um, a rum barrel in house that we're hoping to uh, age that that thing in and get some. One of my biggest regrets is the last time you guys had horchata. I could not make it to try it, uh, and I still to this day regret not drinking that. Well, you know, save the date. I will. And, uh, you know, th- now that it's uh, the new year, you'll have to come in. It's done for you. Pussifer is on the way, my friend. Cheers. Yeah, uh, you're going to play. Apparently, we're getting into the warm end of the program. It is the Rock and Roll Happy Hour on FM 94. It, it is indeed, my friend. After, after, Keldon, yeah. after Keldon poured his uh, wonderful libations out, we're all feeling rather good, I believe. Good. Yeah, and, and we, should, we should add this. When you drink sake, be careful, my friends. <laughs> be very careful. I mean, the ABV on that last one was what? 15%. 15%. Yeah, I mean, it tastes like you're drinking a lovely, light-bodied, spiced cider, but I feel much different right now than I would after drinking a lovely, light-bodied, spiced cider. You know what? Let's shift gears and talk about something that's similar to cider, but different. We've got got Billy in here from Lost Cosmetery, one of the many, many fun libations you can find at the Miralani Makers District. Uh, Welcome to the program, my friend. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Now, uh, so tell me about uh, Lost Cause. You guys, Meadery, Meadery deals only in honey, right? Only in honey. Well, honey is the, the base sugar that is uh, fermented. So it, any mead at least has to be 51% honey. And from there, you, the, the nice thing about mead is it's so versatile. So uh, there's so many different honey varietals. You can go fruit forward. You can go more like chocolatey, toffee, vanilla forward, like this base uh, honey is. And, uh, and use any kind of fruit, spices, anything like that. So. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Honey. Now, do you have a signature with with the, uh, how you make your mead? Do you finish? Do you like to finish dry? Do you like to finish sweet? What 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 is your preference as far as when you're making mead? I, I would like to have a full range of sweetness just to to be able to show people what mead can be. Because when people uh, find out that it's made from honey, they think, oh, it's got to be super sweet, right? Um, and it doesn't have to be. You could, it could be bone dry all the way to sticky sweet. So we want to have a full range. But I think that a lot of meads are best exp- the best expression of a mead i think is like a off dry to to semi-sweet where you get the honey but it's not cloying it's not too sweet all right am i tripping out here did, did i have some uh some uh, thunderhawks coffee pale in my glass when they poured it this is, it because smells earthy it, it smells coffee what is this that you poured yeah so th- so this is a um the base is a buckwheat blossom mead uh so buckwheat blossom honey and then we've added coffee chicory uh... and vanilla Chicory is what Mormons drink instead of coffee. So basically, it's coffee, <laughs> fake coffee, and yeah, kind vanilla. Of. Hey, yeah, hey, exactly. man, I had a rough childhood. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> wow. You know Dude, and, and, and from what I understand, uh, isn't mead like one of the oldest fermented beverages that we yeah. know of? Yeah, it is. the. It's the original craft beverage. Yeah, The original craft beverage mm. made by bees. <laughs> Drinking this, I feel like I want to sack a town and swing an axe into someone's face. Uh, okay, Jeremy, we're so going to be leaving now. <laughs> <laughs> Normal Friday night. I was, I was <laughs> referring to the Vikings. Yeah, who would I, probably I, I, drink I a lot you, of this. I get you. I get you. Yeah, Vikings drink mead and uh, yeah, blah 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 blah. Let's talk about lizards. You know. <laughs> <laughs> 
If we want to be Where? real badasses, let's talk about lizards and real tortoises. Huh? Talk about I have a question. I have a question. Where the coffee base from? Where is that from? Uh, so we got our beans from Global Coffee Trading, which is a local coffee roaster, and they supply a lot of the local um, um, coffee shops around town. And it is, I think, seventy-five percent uh, beans from Honduras, twenty-five percent from Brazil. So they oh, kind of did our. We went through 10. a bunch of different experiments and found this blend to be the best. When you use buckwheat honey mm-hmm. how is that different from say clover or orange blossom or i mean yeah it, well that's that's what i love about mead is that uh when you really get into the honey the honey varietals are so completely different like night and day from each other so the buckwheat blossom is like a really dark rich toffee kind of caramelly type honey if you go orange blossom it's really light fruity citrusy you could go meadow foam it's like toasted marshmallow you can whoa you can go um, all over <laughs> the place. So. You know, those bees are doing some crazy stuff these days. Peyote mainly. Yeah, is that what is that what they're on? Is that why they're always is that why they always have a buzz? Uh, yeah. And on that note, you want a little bit of Zydeco, so here you go. It's Buckwheat Zydeco. Hey, good looking. It's the rock and roll happy hour on FM 949. Again, never mind, your mic's already off. <laughs> it is a rock and roll happy hour on FM 949, supported by Urge Gastro Pub and Mason Ale Works. What a show tonight. We've got Ken, our San Diego craft beer evangelist, along with me, Jeremy, and our friends from the Mirilani Makers Districts. Two kids, Serpentine Cider. We've got Thunderhawk. We've got Lost Cause Meadery, Setting Sun Sake. We've tried stuff from all you guys tonight. And now, well, let's see. We've got uh, a winery, but we don't have someone from the winery. So this is going to be one of those obligatory. We're wrapping up the show. We're already a little buzzed. Let's drink a little bit of wine and, you know, talk about what it's we've got. It's very fine wine from so, uh, Charlie and Echo. Charlie, Charlie and Echo. Echo. Yeah. This is the Kraken. Release the Kraken! Yes, Keldon did that all over my board. Oh, he sure <laughs> did. Man. Happy New Year. In a big Happy way. Yeah. Good thing these aren't new studios or anything. <laughs> uh, take back that comment about my behavior. <laughs> You're out of here, sir. So, I mean, you've guys got everything. You've got the, the cidery, the meadery, the breweries, the, uh, the sake, and the distillery, maybe coming, and a winery. <clears throat> right. I guess uh, we, we brought this wine uh, to represent because because it's kind of got a flavor profile that's a little less wine traditional and almost more along a, uh, I don't know, maybe a lambic or a, a, wow, a beer profile, mm-hmm. sour beer profile. You know, it's tart. Of, yeah. That is so funny mm-hmm. because working in the beer industry for so long, we're always trying to convert wine drinkers over mm-hmm. to beer. So this is a wine that you could convert beer drinkers so to. Absolutely. Pretty much. Yeah, it's yeah. Really interesting. It's, it's musty. It's almost got like a wild yeast in it. It really goes it does, to show the magic yeah. of Mirilani Makers District. Every one of us is completely different we're not trying to just go like joe schmo like typical this is your brewery typical this is your winery we are showcasing our best what we believe in our libations wow this, this is, is what's exciting. beautiful and about the miralani makers district and where exactly is that located so again? it's gonna be on the east side of miramar just off the 15 um and it's there, there's actually two parts to it so we've actually dictated that it's gonna be miralani north and miralani south miralani south you're gonna find serpentine cider lost cause meadery Thunderhawk Ailments, as well as Good Seed Food Company, our friend Chef Chewy, uh, formerly from Urge, he actually opened a kitchen there. And then I, was say, I know Chewy. We know yeah. Chewy. Yeah, he's in our oh, space. And Katie and like with their little baby, and they're wow. all so adorable. And then uh, Miralani North, we have two kids: Protector, Aline, um, uh, Setting Sun Sake, Charlie and Echo, as also as well as uh, India Street Winery. But then we also have set um, what is it? Deli SD Sushi. Yeah, Sushi. And then we also have uh, Mr. Salsa. Or Mr. G, G. Salsa. Salsa. 
that's ev- eventually going to be opening soon. So that's going to be Marilani North. Wow. So we have this really tight-knit community here, and each one of us are completely different. They're like, so which one is better? And I'm like, you know what? we all showcasing something South. completely different. That's <laughs> Sean points to the Southside? Well played. Sounds like you're going you're gonna to need a tourist website to direct everybody We're to all these. We're actually locally working with local artists. We're actually been working with Fede from Hoppy Beer, Hoppy Life, and he's actually making the logo for us. Us, and eventually we'll get them to like create posters and maps and everything. So it's really going to be quite an experience. It might take you a few days, honestly, experience everything. Do you guys it's have a website yet? Freaking awesome. In the works right yeah, now. Yeah, it's in, in the, the works, works right works. now. John and I have really been working on the social media and like all the other kind of stuff and whatnot. But it's coming together and it's going to be fabulous. I'm looking to you guys for big things in 2018. That's all I'm going to say. Big We're done. Cheers. 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 Cheers to that. Cheers. Thanks for making this the best show of the year. Huge thanks to our friends, Urge Gastro Pub and Mason Aleworks, for supporting the Rock and Roll Happy Hour, making tonight's episode possible. For all the details of the beers we drank, it's all posted online at fm949st.com. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.